Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Yeah, starting it off with some different vibe here on Friday. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, Rated R Safety Show, Friday, October the 16th of 2020. Day 290 of the year, so don't worry about that bad boy right there. Only, only, only 76 days to go. Yeah, that music does make it a difference. Listen to that. Anyways, let me stop horsing around. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, that would be here, Orlando, Florida. And it is currently one minute after the top of the hour. You are listening to us here on the Rated R Safety Show. We are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That be it on safetyfm.live, safetyfm.com, safety.fm, and of course, your favorite streaming app of your choice. Of course, we prefer if you take a listen or a view on the radio station page, that's for sure. That way you can come hang out with us and do some interesting things as we're doing so here. Anyways, how's your thing going today? Yeah, I already caught a lot of shit this morning because I did not show up, show up on the rated, well, not the rated, the Safety FM mini episode. But Billy Joey did a good job, I thought. I I already told you. I mean, I, I don't think that if you were here yesterday, it's any secret. So let's just be realistic. We got some things going on that will be to announced tomorrow on the pre-accident investigation with Dr. Todd Conklin. So hang out there. That's coming out at high noon tomorrow if you're interested in doing so. Anyway, so if you're new to this show right here, let me explain the layout of the land. That way you just kind of know what's going on. So here's what ends up taking place. 
We come in, hang out, talk about what's going on inside of the news, and then we give you my versionality of what's going on in the news as well. So let's go off and start off with that. But let's tell you first what is new inside of the new world of broadcasting, podcasting, whatever kind of casting you want to talk about. But that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some video streaming services. That way we can tell you what is coming up for the weekend. If you're interested in knowing, so new and trending for this weekend. If you need some things to do, some things to watch, let's talk about those. New to Netflix this week. Here we go. A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. Love Like Falling Rain. Rooting for Rona. Rooting for Rona. I guess that's a, that's an interesting one. Uh, Social Distance is the other one. New to Disney Plus this week. Here we go. Clouds Lost on Everest. Marvel's Iron Man and Captain America Heroes United. And Meet the Chimps. New to Hulu. Bad Roomies. High Strung. It Came from the Desert. Like After Baseball. Shouldn't that say life after baseball? But that says like after baseball. I'm sure that's wrong. Playing with fire and the escort. New to Amazon Prime for this week. Howl a love story. <laughs> Playing with fire. Cajillionaire, cajillionaire, cajillionaire. And then love and monsters. So there you go. Some interesting stuff to come and hang out with if you're listening or wanting to watch some of the video streaming services that are readily available to you. That way you can come and do that. Anyway, so we are listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM. We're going to start it off with some of the news clippings because that's going to be important for what we got going on today. So let's get that moving and grooving, and then we'll get the rest of the show rolling for you. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Hire. Coronavirus, the Supreme Court and the QAnon conspiracy theory took centre stage at the rival Trump-Biden town halls on Thursday night. The two candidates face voters rather than facing each other after President Trump declined to take part in a virtual second presidential debate. Here's our US correspondent, Chaguti Dave. U.S. President Donald Trump's NBC town hall kicked off with a grilling about the coronavirus. Mr. Trump said he didn't remember being tested before the first presidential debate. Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember. I test all the time. But I, I can tell you this. Uh, after the debate, like, I guess a day or so, I think it was Thursday evening, maybe even late Thursday evening, uh, I tested positive. The president denounced white supremacy but failed to condemn the QAnon conspiracy theory. Joe Biden, who's previously advocated for a nationwide mask mandate, in his ABC News town hall admitted it might be difficult to enforce. Biden also said he wasn't a fan of the practice of court packing but didn't rule it out. Well, I'm not a fan. I didn't say uh, it depends on how this turns out, not how he wins, but how it's handled how it's handled. Russia has broken its record for new COVID-19 cases, confirming more than 15,000 new ones on Friday. Galina Polanskaya reports from Moscow. Most of the new cases were registered in the capital. Moscow authorities say another lockdown is not planned, but new restrictions will be introduced next week. From Monday, passengers without masks and gloves will not be allowed in Moscow metro. Children over 11 will have to study from home. Moscovites will also be required to get a QR code in order to enter a bar or a nightclub. Moscow employers are now required to transfer 30% of their staff to work from home. But attempts are still being made to keep the economy running, with Russia even aiming to resume flights to Japan, Serbia and Cuba in November. Meanwhile, Germany's public health board... This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. And to say we were on such a good streak together, I thought that our relationship was getting so much better. I just don't understand why you betray me from time to time. Where you decide just to drop out on the stupid audio as we're doing the news stories. Anyways, I... We went from five minutes to three minutes. Shit, we're getting to the point that I'm starting to think 30 seconds is going to be it. So sorry about that. Don't know what the hell happened. And here's the thing. You have to do the connection. 
So that's what happens. There is a network connection. It For some reasons, I think that on Friday, Feature Story News, my buddies there just want to get off early because I always seem to, to drop the connection. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to the normal radio station, what we normally do is we only pay it for 30 seconds. Seems to work well when we do it that way. Anyway, so that's what happens. Apologize about that. But hey, you and I are here today, so that's all that matters. We're hanging out together, doing some lovely stuff. You know, it is Friday, and I don't know. I will tell you, maybe because I'm just kind of messed up a little bit, but I don't really play into that whole thing of, oh, my God, it's Friday. I'm so excited. And I mean, I know some people do, or, or I have a case of the Mondays. Oh, my God, it's Monday. And, you know, I guess you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, because that's just kind of your gig. But come on, does it really make that big of a difference to what you kind of go on? Isn't it kind of the mindset of how you set that up on how it was going to be good, bad, or indifferent? And with the whole lockdown thing, does it matter what day of the week it is? And I know that some people are are not going through the lockdown anymore or however the versionality of the bad boy is. So that's cool. I mean, that's that's something to talk about. But, man, there's a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weirdness for sure as we do talk about this. So keep that in mind. Um, another thing real quick as we do talk about some of the stuff that's going on inside of the news stories. What did you think about, you know, the separate thing last night, the double town hall? I only asked that from the standpoint because if you were watching the presidential town halls you had to go back and forth between two different channels to be able to watch them. So I don't know if you got a little stir crazy or if you watched one on one system and one on the other, or if you kind of did the DVR gimmick. I mean, of course, that's entirely up to you. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that is going on inside of the news before we get into the swamp of things. So let's go through it that way. Bed Bath & Beyond is parting ways with some of the brands and efforts to an effort to further increase its financial strength after being hit hard financially due to the coronavirus shutdowns. The company is hoping to generate roughly about $250 million in revenues as it sells off three non-core assets. CEO Mark Trinton said that they will also continue to invest in their own digital business. So I don't know. Are you a big fan of, of Bed Bath & Beyond? I only ask the question because, you know, that is something that's being affected by the coronavirus. We are seeing a lot of these brick and mortar stores actually being affected. And it's kind of interesting as we see it. I'm not saying you need to be digital only, but, you know, we need to talk about some of the digital aspects of these things. Because that's what ends up taking place is that we're seeing some of these markets do very well that are digital, but there are struggling with the brick and mortar. Now, I don't know what you do, but you kind of know what I do because you're hanging out with me and I'm hanging out with you, but you know a little bit more about me than I know about you, unfortunately. I wish the relationship was a little bit better. Let's be honest. We could really, I don't want it to be one-sided, but definitely I take a look at it and I go, what do you do? And does it involve physical locations? Are you able to do a lot of things digitally? I'll tell you in our world here at Safety FM, A lot of the stuff that we do is digital. I mean, you kind of know that. You do take a listen to us via the multiverse of the radio station, the multiverse of the accounts that you can watch us on. And we're talking, oh, should I say this? Maybe I should. I don't know. We are talking about doing video stream only to some aspects of what do I mean here, where we have a consistent stream going on with video um, similar to how we do it with the radio station. So there you go for for my um for my uh let's see competitors frenemies whatever the hell you want to call them. There you go. There you, now you know where our next sequence of events is going. Um, but we are talking about doing twenty four hours, seven days a week of streaming video. Oh yes, I did say that. Um, so that could be kind of exciting. Now I don't want to compete with anybody else, so that's not the case. Um, but we'll talk about doing it on a particular network that we're already on. Oops, did I just let that out of the bag? Sometimes I just need to shut up. Well, shut up, dude. Anyways, let's continue real quick, and let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world here. Those with t- Matter of fact, let, let me tell you this that's going on, which was actually discussed by Sheldon Primus yesterday during the show inside of the box. So let's talk about it because it is making the sequence now. Those with type O blood may be less likely to suffer severe illness if they become infected with COVID-19. 
According to a pair of new studies published by the Journal of Blood Advances, researchers found that those among who tested positive for the virus, a higher percentage had blood types of A, B, or AB, while lower percentages had type O. There are the same results that were found in studies out of China from earlier in the year. So what do you think here? Uh, Do you even know what kind of blood you have? I will tell you I have had this conversation about blood types, not the conversation about COVID-19, about that. But of what kind of blood do you have? So are you in the O blood category or do you have a different kind of blood? And that's okay. Now that I'm going to go ask you to, you know, to get a transfusion and get rid of the stuff. But what, what do you have? Are you an O person? Or are you an A? Are you a B? Are you an AB? Or are you an O? Because that's going to be part of the part of the gig here, by what it sounds. I don't know. A lot of people, I'll tell you, it just always amazes me when people don't know. I think it's something that you should know. Because it is important as we do move forward about it. But it is interesting to hear that. So one of the blood types, which is O, which can normally transfer blood to any kind of type for the most part, a good chunk of them, seems to one to be one of the, the ones that actually is affected the least. So interesting stuff there. Something to think about. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Let's talk about some other things that are going on real quick here. Real quick. An Italian woman has been sentenced to four years in jail after spiking her college coffee for nine months, hoping that she got fired. Margiela Serrato, 53, came out with a plan to to put benzoxidine fine powder in the co-worker's cappuccino after hearing rumors about a potential job cuts. The drug induces fatigue, headaches, dizziness, and muscular pain. The victims, she, the victims discovered that she was being drugged after she drove into a tree on her way home from work. God, dude, if you just want to get out of work, do you really have to spike your friends? Well, hold on. They didn't say friends. They said co-workers. Do you really have to spike your co-workers in regards of what they're doing with their cappuccino? I don't get it. I mean... I've seen some weird videos online. I've, I mean, I've seen, th- I heard this one. I saw one that was on some show that was like a hidden camera show where the dude was urinating into some people's coffee pots and then leaving it in the teacher's lounge. What's up with teachers doing this stuff? And then he got caught doing it. And of course, you know, good reason to get fired there. But he also went to, pr- he went to the pokey for doing that. But what's up with that? Like, I just can't imagine sitting inside of a room with some dude who urinated inside of a coffee pot and knowing the people are legitimately drinking it. And then this person here, this lady, putting this crap inside of inside of people's stuff where a co-worker drives in to a tree. Like, how do you live with yourself? Like, how do you sleep at night? I mean, that's besides the point of the person sleeping on the way home. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's tread some very lightly here. COVID key points for the U.S. according to the CDC. Nationally, the percentage of deaths due to... Uh, to pneumonia, influenza, or COVID has continued to decline since early September. Percentages of visits to the emergency departments of outpatient providers and COVID-associated hospitalization rates have remained stable for all age groups for the same period. Total confirmed cases for the U.S. is nearing about 8 million, and total death counts in the U.S. is nearing about 217,000 as of the time of this report. And let me make sure that I'm clear when I talk about these things. This is information that comes from the CDC. This is not where I turn around and go, I believe that this is the correct version of what is going on out there. I'm giving you general information that is coming from CDC. And I will tell you, if you do follow along, you are fully aware that the CDC information changes 
because that's what should happen. It should change and be updated as things go about. You can't just have one style of information and then go, oh, that's all of it. Because if you kind of think about it in that fashion, well, that's going to be potentially an issue because then you're not having up-to-date information. That's the way to look at it. That's for sure. But some people disagree about, oh, no, it's just scarcity and falsehoods and a lot of bullshit. Well, I don't know. I'm always interested in models that update. Not that kind of model. Get that out of your head. But in models that update and change, because that's what should happen. If you do have a good data set, a good model, things change because it is a model. That's how things start. You don't have enough data. You can't move forward with it. You know that. I know that. So let's kind of hang out and talk about that stuff because that's important. Anyway, so that's that portion of what's going on. Let's give you some information about Florida. 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 Parents in Florida are fighting back against the mass mandates and other coronavirus regulations still in place. A message from one anti-mask group states, it is not the role nor responsibilities of the public school districts to make medical decisions for all family universally. Each family has the rights and freedom to make medical decisions independently. We expect and, de- and demand that those rights are recognized by the Sarasota County School District and its board. The news comes after the school board received a backlash of extending the district's mass mandate. So what do you think here? I mean, I don't know, and I know that each county and each state is doing something slightly different, and I talk about the stuff that comes up because I always think that Florida is kind of interesting on some of the weird stuff that happens here. But backlash in regards to the mask mandate. Now, if you did hang out last night and take a listen to the presidential town hall that was actually taking place last night, you did hear if you listen to the Joe Biden side of the speech where he's interested in possibly making a mandate of people having to wear a mask all over. And he did reference that it might be difficult to enforce. Now, this is a county inside of a state that's making this particular reference on how they disagree. What is your thought process about it? And do you think it is the thought that this becomes a political statement? Now, I ask the question because I always find these things interesting. Now, you as a safety professional, if that's what you're doing, of course, because that's the assumption, because you are listening to the rated R safety show. Um, What are you thinking about it? Like, what is your thought process with what's going on inside of your workplace? Because that's the portion to think about. What is you? What are you and your job requiring to be done? And then that becomes that whole thing of, are you the enforcer? Are you the person that turns around and says, this, hold on. This must be done in this format and you must wear this mask now. Or are you the person that says, well, whatever happens, happens, and that's the way it is. Because there's a lot of thoughts there. There's a lot of conversation pieces, that's for sure. You can't just leave it as is. You have to have the conversation in one way, shape, or form. Some organi- Like, here's the interesting part. I go to this place once a week. No, that's a lie. I did lie to you. Once a month, where to get into the building... You must have a mask on. So you get into the building. Then we meet up inside of a room. And during this meeting, the majority of participants take off their mask. So I get confused. And let me kind of be specific here. This is not a lunch meeting. This is not a breakfast meeting. This is not a dinner meeting. This is not even a place where you eat at. But, well, you have the option to eat, but most people don't. Um... But everyone, for the most part, takes off their mask. So I just don't understand what's the purpose of taking the mask off or the purpose of actually wearing the mask in. So you kind of have to lean in one way or the other because you can't have them both. At least I think. I mean, I could be wrong. But what do you think about? So, like, let's say hypothetically your company, organization, or place of employment currently has a mask enforcement. Now, if you have a meeting... And, you know, when this happens, when you have the mask on, sometimes you sound a little bit different. Do people take the mask off? Or do they keep them on? 
And I know that a lot of conversations come up about the mask and people hate it. Love people love it. Some people want to talk about it. Some people want to brag about the mask they have. But what do you think about this whole thing? Which version is the correct one? Maybe that's the part to think about because I surely as hell do not know. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Old Faithful may be retiring. Researchers believe that several multi... Regional droughts could have caused the famous geyser eruption to decrease the stop altogether. Also known as a study of interval between old faithful eruptions had increased noticeably in the 1950s. The intervals between 60 to 65 minutes since the 2000, and it has increased between 90 minutes and 94 minutes, according to experts. Researchers has published this in the geophysical research letter. So there you go. It might be time of it calling it a career for good old faithful. Residents of a nursing home in Greeley, Colorado, are protesting coronavirus restrictions. About 20 seniors living in the facility gathered outside for about two hours demonstrating during which they held signs that read, We Want Families Backs. An assistant administrator told local news outlets that the residents want to be able to hug their grandchildren and they want to be able to hold the hands of the of the people that they love. Staff members were also present. So there you go. Some interesting things are there for sure. As I don't know. I don't even know what to think about that. That's pretty interesting. You know, a, a friend of mine, an acquaintance of mine, Michael Starr, talks about all kinds of fun stuff that happens at the old folks' home, if you dig what I'm saying. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, major stock indexes slightly fell on Thursday. The NASDAQ composite dipped about 54 points and the Dow Jones Industrial Average traded about 19 points lower and the S&P 500 slipped about five points. Markets continue to reel from the lack of new virus stimulus measures while also seeing new Weekly job claims in excess of 898,000 at forecast for the first time, the claimant number to be around 830,000. Walgreens surged more than 5% on the day, which it was reported surprisingly quarterly profit figures. So a lot of stuff there, that's for sure, as we talk about it. Now, the other portion here is we keep on talking about the stimulus package that it seems like it's never going to make the light of day at this particular point, especially if you're in one of those places that you're struggling to get food on the table, you're struggling to get anything done because you're depending on the stimulus to be able to help because maybe you lost your job, you got furloughed, you got some other things going on. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. And I lo- I would love to have a convo in regards with some people and talk about it, but it's going to be hard to do. Because when in the hell is this going to be done? I mean, I know that the last time we talked about anything the president was referencing, We talked about that he was saying that nothing was going to be done until after the election. And I know we're a little over two weeks away, but that's still a lot of time for people that are out there struggling. I couldn't even tell you what would happen at that particular point. Something to think about, that's that's for sure. The other portion is now there has been a new weekly jobless claim in excess of 898,000. Keep in mind when we talk about this number. The numbers always seems high. Sometimes it's low, but these are new jobless claims. It's not the total. It's new people that have applied for this. So imagine us taking week after week and adding all those numbers together. What's the number then? And that's not counting the people that actually get new jobs. So what do you think about this when you hear it? And don't get me wrong, not everybody who has filed for a new jobless claim has not acquired a new position since then, but there are still a good chunk of people that are unemployed. There was at one point that some people were saying, well, some people will be better off just sitting at home not doing anything. It will be making more money. Really? That's what you're thinking about? I don't know. I think it's a lot of strange times, and I... 
And I know that we talked earlier in the week about humanity and people helping people, and maybe that's still a discussion that we need to have. Anything that you can do to help others at the moment might be kind of crucial if you kind of think about it. So maybe we need to really further that conversation as we do move forward. Anyways, let's continue. An endangered lamia has been stolen from the San Francisco Zoo and Gardens. Authorities report the missing mammal named Mackie appears to be have been taken illegally taken from its habitat on Tuesday night. Forced entry into the animal's enclosure was discovered by the police. An investigation is underway. Now, what the hell are you going to do with that thing? Like, seriously, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Don't get it. Don't get it. And I don't get it. And I still don't get it. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, yes. Rated R Safety Show, Safety FM. Nitin Patil, a fisherman from India, caught a six-inch baby shark with two heads. Before tossing the creature back into Patil, took several pictures which have been shared on Twitter. You can check it out. So just look up for two-headed shark. I think you might find some of that stuff interesting if you're looking to do so. Anyways, this portion of the Rated R Safety Show is brought to you by Lana Del Rey's Pepsi-Cola. Every day you hear lawyers talking on TV about how they win big. It's just talk. Most don't ever go to court. Michigan Lawyers Weekly just reported last year's multi-million dollar verdicts and settlements. Figer Law had 30, 10 times more than any of those so-called winners. They can say whatever they want, but the numbers don't lie. Figer Law is unstoppable. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, 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 I did say that, just in case if you were wondering, because I did. Anyways, let's continue with some news stories here. I don't know. I'm liking this jam today. I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling with it. Some interesting, cool stuff, cool vibes. For sure. Anyways, let's talk about some other things as we do move forward here. I'm going to bring that down just a little bit for you can still hear it. Maybe that's not too loud. Hope it's not too loud. Anyways, let's continue. The San Francisco or San Fernando Valley, California, home that served as a backdrop to the classic 1982 teen flick. Fast Times in Ridgemont High is up for sale. Some of the film's more memorable moments were filmed at the home, including famous Phoebe Cates bikini scene. You know what I'm saying there. The 1,250 square foot three bedroom home is on the market. Are you ready for this? $740,000. Yeah, you heard me there. In the features landscape yard with famous pools, two wooden decks, hard floors, in a bathroom with a jacuzzi. The film recently made a headline with the star's studded live table read for a charity featuring Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Morgan Freeman, Henry Galden, Shia LaBeouf, Matthew McConaughey, Julia Roberts, Jimmy Kimmel, and the original cast member, Sean Penn. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there. Maybe if you did get the home, maybe you could uh, revisit the Phoebe Kate scene if that's your gig. Eh, if you're familiar with the movie, you definitely know what I'm talking about there. So let's continue, 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 continue going on. Uh, let's skip around today and talk about some other from some other stuff that is going on. Let's talk about the Department of the Obvious because I always find these things important. If you're ever snuck into the kitchen for a midnight stack, I'm sure that you, like me, are exactly all about the chips, the sweets that are hidden, and you don't even need to turn on the lights to find them. Researchers in the Netherlands said that it isn't just a good memory, but the human brain might be wired to hunt down high-calorie foods. In a study of the teen from Wanagreen University researchers found that humans are significantly better at remembering junk food that are kept while healthier options are not. They concluded that the human brain has evolved to focus on memorizing high-calorie foods that are located, which may allow hunter-gathering ancestors to survive in environments with few food options. So something to think about. The problem with the rest of the family also remembers where the junk food is at, and they get there faster than I do. <laughs> it's not just humans that have have seen the damage a poodle can do a pantry can do a pantry when there are no people present with no problem they can get into that mother 
fudger. Yep. And then the exception to the rule, my teenage boy who couldn't find a pizza in a box without asking his mom, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, that's going on there. That's for sure. A lot of interesting stuff going on to the news today. Let's talk about some of the news of the weird, because that's important as we talk about some of the things going on here on the Rated R Safety Show. A woman was planning to marry a ghost and has called the wedding off because of the inconsiderate behavior and the appearance of the British talk show. Mrs. Realm explained that this that she was due to get the married to ghost Ray, but the quote, we called the wedding off. It was going to really go well until until we went on to a holiday and she just completely changed. She went to explain that she thinks that Ray might have fallen with a bad crowd because he started being really inconsiderate, disappearing for long periods of time and then bringing other spirits back to the house and they could not stay around for days. Why the change? The realm and Ray must have started doing drugs and partying a bit much. In February, she told the talk show audience of her love with Ray and her plans to get married or in her plans to have a baby ghost. Disappearing and bringing back friends to the house who hang out for days sounds like to me the other guy just before he gets married. Yep, I couldn't make this shit up if I wanted to. That's what I got going on real quick here. Anyways, let's go into some information about Kraft. Kraft has canceled its latest social media campaign after tongue-in-cheek viral moments prompted a backlash from parents who called the joke offensive. Earlier in the month, Kraft introduced a send noodles hashtag, which says send N-O-O-D-S promotional campaign tired of national noodle day on october the 6th urging customer to bestow the boxes of craft mac and cheese to love to those who might be benefit from comfort food during the pandemic but many parents didn't find humor in the in the suggestive pun posting comments on instagram prior to craft removal of the ad this is not okay and please delete this unacceptable yet somehow it still shows as an offensive as it's not a show as offensive as pumpkin spice for kids kid kd yeah we did talk about that story about where we were talking about some stuff there about they were doing some pumpkin spice mac and cheese which sounds totally disgusting to me but that's just kind of my thing not yours just referencing that real quick so are you offended about send nudes and when i say send nudes i want to give you the proper spelling hashtag s-e-n-d-n-o-o-d-s or do you look at the, the that most macaroni and cheese is actually promoted towards kids so this is a big no-no if that's the case i'm with you if that's not the case i don't know and I will tell you, I did not see the campaign, but I personally hate macaroni and cheese. I really just hate all noodles altogether, if I'm being honest. We really want to know about that. Yeah, I'll do it from occasions, but man, it's only if I have to. And yeah, there are some times in life where you just have to. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, did you know volunteers trying to keep Britain beaches clean have discovered hundreds of discarded PPE items such as masks and gloves clogging up the coastline and presenting problems for animals and the environment. With more than more people wearing single-use disposable masks and gloves to protect themselves during the coronavirus pandemic, more and more PPE items are washing their way to the seaside of being discarded, being discarded as careless by visitors. Also, another popular item that is being found on the beaches are condoms. Oh, single-use. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue, continue, continue talking about what's going on inside of the world here. Let's jump around and talk about some bad news. And this is what we got going on here. Fred Dean has died. The fearsome pass rusher who was a key part of the launch of the San Francisco 49er dynasty passed away on Wednesday. Dean was hospitalized last week with the coronavirus and he was on a ventilator in ICU, according to former teammates. He was 68 at the time of his passing. Our hearts and our thoughts and prayers are with the family. 
Also, in some wedding information here, we got going on some different stuff, some things that people did not see going on. John Cena, yeah, that guy, you, the guy you can't see, 43, married his girlfriend, Shay. I'm going to butcher her name, so let's not say the last name. Shay Sharita Teth, who is 30 earlier in this week at a lawyer's office in Tampa, Florida. According to People Reports, this is Cena's second marriage. He was also previously engaged to his fellow WWE star, Nikki Bella, but the couple called off the wedding shortly before their nuptials. So there you go. Interesting stuff going on there for sure. So I don't know. Don't know. Don't know on what's going on. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm Congratulations to Cena. That's, that's the first thing. Tampa. Getting married inside of a lawyer's office, I guess that's a different approach for some. But, hey, he's kind of a popular star. If you're not familiar with the world wrestling entertainment, he was probably their lead star for at least over a decade, just so you know. And that is John Cena. Um, So we are in that point where we have to talk about some weird stuff. And let's go into I, I don't know. I don't know really what I want to talk about here because there were some weird things that happened last night. And of course I can give you a blow by blow encounter of the, of you want to know the blow by blow of what happened on the town hall or the town halls. Cause I have it all. I mean, I have every scripted line there, but I don't know if we really want to do that. So here's some highlights, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, And I will tell you a lot of the stuff that I read is very one-sided on time to time on sometimes where I find some of this. It says, here's what some of the opinions were that were out there last night. So let me give you here. Here's the short version. Savannah Guntry couldn't let President Trump say three words without challenging anything he said. Questions were along the lines of why are you so stupid, terrible, offensive, and ignorant? That's what one person had to say about last night's event. And that was, of course, on NBC. And then on ABC, George Shadronopoulos helped Joe finish sentences he couldn't get through and probably gave him a foot rub during commercial breaks. Questions were also the lines of, what are the greatest accomplishments? What's your favorite color? And no, really, just how cool is Barack Obama? Now, of course, take that with a grain of salt. That is all sarcasm. But that was what some of the sarcastic tweets and reposts had to say about what had happened last night. Now, I will tell you, it was a cluster F across the board between both channels. I don't care which one you were watching. Um, I'm at the point that I know we're about two and a half weeks out, probably a little bit less than that at this point, if you're in the U.S., about, you know, Election time, you are able to early vote in several different states currently. But here's what I'm going to tell you, because I hate touting this line and talking about this. So let's stand in between at the moment. But here's what you have to do. If you want Trump to win, go out and vote. If you want Biden to win, go out and vote. Go vote for the candidate that you want to see win. I don't care who it is. Just do the right thing and go out and vote. That's the important part. Really nothing else into it. I just want to see a declared winner, regardless of who it is. And let's move forward together over the next four years. I don't think it's that difficult. Because regardless of what happens, not everybody's going to love one person. Or the other. So just something to think about. Regardless of what it is. Some people are not going to like if Trump stays in office. Some people are not going to like if Biden gets into office. You're not going to make everybody happy. Just the way that it goes. At the end of the day, just need to make sure that we go out and vote. And do what you think is right according to you. Don't let somebody else sway you on one way, shape, or form. That's the easiest way to do about it. The only thing I ask you to is to vote. Vote away. Vote and do what you think is right. 
Because at the end of the day, you have to live with your own decision of what you're doing. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, no winner for Tuesday night. Make a million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $77 million jackpot or a $60.1 million cash payout. No winner for for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing either. Saturday's drawing will be for $82 million jackpot or a $64.2 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there. So because I did not do this yesterday properly, I want to make up for it. So let's talk about it. Dexter is returning to Showtime for a limited series revival. Michael C. Hall, who starred in the series from 2006 to 2013, is back alongside with showrunner Clyde Phillips. The network announced the 10-part series is set to begin filming early next year with a tentative premiere date of fall of 2021. I'm going to put it to you this way. Let me know the date and give me my Showtime subscription because I'm into that show. I really like it. And if you tell me that... uh. Hannah McKay's coming back. You really got me hooked then. Just want to reference that as well. Just throwing that out there, just in case if you cared. Let's talk about some other things in sports real quick. Here we go. The Atlanta Falcons shut down their facility on Thursday after a staff member tested positive for COVID-19. The team cited the decision as an abundance of caution and announced their operations would proceed virtually. So there you go. There's some information on what's going on there. And then let's talk about the best candies to pass out during Halloween, according to Cosmo. Do we really want to say what Cosmo said? This could be dangerous. Have you read some of the stuff they put there? Okay, let's talk about it real quick. Okay, number 10, Pop Rocks. Number 9, Gummy Body Part Candy. Number 8, Ring Pops. Number 7, Fruit Snacks. Number 6, Black Licorice. Number five, Airheads. Number four, Fun Size Mini Variety Mix. Number three, Chocolate Pumpkin Art. Number two, Candy Corn. Okay, and then last but not least, I'm sorry, I was pumping through the box because I did not notice that the consultant had jumped in. And then number one, Sour Bright Crawlers. I've never even heard of that. I hope it's good. Whatever it is, that's for sure. Um, So let's continue, continue, continue. Let's do this because it is that time of the show and it is Friday. So if you have not hung out with us on a Friday before, let me kind of give you the lay here. Here's what happens. So you know that sometimes during the week you kind of get built up with some stress and some other things and some other things going on there. Here's the gig, my friends. What i like you to do is to take the next 30 seconds, I'll give you the countdown, of course, and I would like for you to scream and shout and let all that anxiety and all that frustration out before you get into the weekend. So here's what I'm going to do in the count of three, two, one. I'm going to put a 30-second countdown on the screen for the people on radio land and podcast land. Here's where it's going to go. So get ready to scream, holler, shout, and whatever in three, two, and one. Okay, so for some reason, that is time, my friends. Let's call it for what it is. I don't know what is going on today. I am only hearing portions of this board, so I'm not sure what is going on. Hopefully, you were able to get the screaming and the shouting and everything out as it needed to be, because I always think that those things are important. But, man, I am only getting part of this board all of a sudden, so I'm not sure what I did wrong. What did I do? What did I do? 
So anyway, something to think about for sure as we do talk about it. Um, wow. So I don't know. Did you get my DJ horns? Because I'm not even seeing them. Yeah, no DJ horns on my side. Oh, I see what I did. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't know what you're doing. And that's the case here today for me, so don't take it the wrong way. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about some other things. So we talk about it from time to time, and I think that tomorrow we'll talk about it too. Yes, I do know that tomorrow's Saturday, so don't worry about that portion. But I want you to know about this because I have talked about it a couple of different times this week. And I want to talk about it one more time. Got this little event coming up real quick. This little event right here. So if you have not seen it, I hope you get to see it. This is the Bridging the Financial Divide. And this is the class for Hop 101. I know that some people have not been able to go to our Hop 101 class based on the price point. So here's what we're doing here at Safety FM. We would like for you to be able to go to the class. And how we have set this up is that if you go to safetyfm.io, this is class is set up for you to pay whatever you can afford. Yes, the price point goes as low as zero, so don't worry about that portion. But you can actually pay whatever you decide to pay to go to the class. We want to make the class readily available for everyone. This class will be taking place on... Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested in coming and hanging out with us, that will be readily available on Wednesday if you're interested in doing so. Would love to see you there. And don't be afraid. This class is open to everyone because I've had some people contact me and go, well, people are going to know that I didn't pay what was supposed to be. No, I don't think that that's important. I think that what's important is the information. So just look at it from that particular standpoint. Don't let that bother you whatsoever. So I just want to be clear. I'm asking you to come in as a guest. Nobody's going to know what you paid if you played full bore or not. It is what it is. I just want you to gain the knowledge, and that way we can move forward with what's going on because I think that that stuff's important. That's the most important part. At least to me it is. Let's just look at it that way. So anyways, that's what's going on. Um, also, I talked about it before, but I want to mention it again. Make sure that you do take a listen to the Pre-Accident Investigation Podcast tomorrow being hosted by Todd Conklin. Um, Brent Sutton, Bob Edwards, and myself will all be on the show, and that will drop at high noon mountain time tomorrow. So make sure that you do take a listen to that if you can. I think it's going to have some very interesting information if you're interested in taking a listen to exactly what's going on. So here's what I'm going to do right now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let, let's get some music back real quick. Let's start off with that. That's going to be an important segment here. Going to going to lower it a little bit here. So I am going to randomly select a caller that calls in at 866-930-SFM1, and we will let you choose what book you take. We'll leave you the choice of book. I'm going to put something else up on the screen to cover the screen as I enter the phone, because I will be answering the phone. So next caller, or the caller I decided to randomly pick up on, can pick a book between the the pre-accident investigations when... The Worst Accident Happens, Obscured by Sam Goodman, or The Practice of Learning Teams. Waiting for your call when I randomly pick up. Thank you from the color. Yes. They decided to go with Obscured. I like that book. 
you haven't taken a, taken a read to it, you definitely need to do so. That's for sure. Anyways, let's stop this music real quick. So there we go. Well, let's continue down the path here. Talk about some of the other stuff that we got going on before we get to the end of the show here. So let me give you some whack facts because it is that time of the show to do so. So here we go. The first commercial dental floss was in 1882, and it was made out of silk. The human eye can distinguish about 500 different shades of gray. <laughs> no comment there. Uh, let's see. About one in 2,000 babies are born with a tooth. The average beehive needs about 40 to 70 pounds of honey to survive the winter. The Nike company was founded with just $1,000. The legendary Pool Shark Minnesota Fats was from New York. So there you go. Some stuff that you probably did not know. So let's continue real quick. Some other stuff. BS running 80s movies. Bored on the 4th of July. Sisting Candles. Desperately Reeking Susan. Man, these are too rough. I can't do that. I can't do it. They're too rough. Anyways, let's talk about some other things real quick before we get to the end of the show real quick. Let's talk about Dolly Parton's new album, A Holiday, A Holly Dolly Christmas. A Holly Dolly Christmas debuted on Nimbit One on the Billboard Top Country album charts this week. It features a duet with Jimmy Fallon and Billy Ray Cyrus. In other words, Dolly is singing with a couple of big boobs. Yep, I said that. The L.A. Lakers won the NBA title, but no parade is scheduled because of the pandemic. So you'll just have to have to the pump the brakes on the riot and eventually burning of the Prius until further notice. A recent study showed that more selfies you share on social media, the less likely you become. Which is sadly why I'm rooting for the Kardashians to take more selfies. Experts say that robotic sex partners will be the norm within a decade. I so disagree. My wife and I master. Now, I better not say that because I'm going to get in a shitload of trouble for saying that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, scientists say that lesbians have stronger orgasms than straight women, which raises millions of dollar million dollar question. How in the hell did they how in the hell can I become a scientist? Okay, ignore that for sure. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so if you need some stuff to start talking today and start moving and grooving, here we go. Saturday is Mulligan Day. What an embarrassing or regretful thing to have you done that you would like to take a mulligan gone. That's a good phone starter for you for the next phone call you received. If you need a stupid joke for the day, use Stupid Minds Think Alike too. If you need something to talk about at the water cooler, say this. 37% of women and 17% of men say that they secretly wish they had one of these. What is it? A piercing. So there you go. Some stuff to talk about if you need to. For sure. And let's talk about some other stuff real quick. Back on this day in 1986, the U.S. government shut down due to disputes between President Reagan and the House. The issues were a provision and ban of companies from creating subsidiaries to get around labor contracts. Another requiring that half of the goods and labor be used offshore as oil rigs be American in origin and one that would expand the aid to families with dependent children. All were supported by Democratic-controlled House and opposed by Reagan and the Senate Republicans. The shutdown lasted one day after the House Democrats gave up a number of their demands and secured a promise for a vote of welfare expansion and return past the appropriations necessary to reopen the government. Republicans offered concessions related to government sales of Conrail and the public railroad or railway. So there you go. That happened back in 1986. Also, some other stuff to talk about real quick before we get to the end here. If you are running through, through thoughts of depression or contemplating suicide, there is a phone number that you can call to talk to some people to see exactly what's going on. Now, phone number is available at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255.
That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week to talk to you and see what exactly is going on. If you choose not to make the phone call and you want to do it via messaging, you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and they will be able to provide same services for you right there if you're interested in doing so. Also, some birthdays that are happening today, just in case if you're interested. Wrestler Kenny Omega turns 37. John Mayer, rock singer, turns 43. Flea, the bassist from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he turns 58. David Sucker, American director of Airplane and the Naked Gun franchise, turns 73. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on here today. So that's what we have going on here. If I need to leave you with a thought, here's the thought. Think about this today, if you can. Fulfillment is through will, not through a wish. Think about that through the rest of the day, because I think that that's important. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Like I said, please take a listen to the pre-accident investigation with Dr. Todd Conklin tomorrow, dropping at high noon. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we couldn't do what we do here. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Anyways, we'll be back with another episode on Monday. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love ya, mean it, bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.